Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. I'm Dr. Jay Calvert. Today, with Dr. Millicent Ravello, as always. Dr. Ravello, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm very glad that we are on the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. Because I can talk about plastic surgery. I I can't talk about hockey. Listen, tomorrow, (laughs) I'm totally excited. And I've been thinking about it because Jason just called me. And he's like, I don't know if I can get on in time. I was like, Jason, it's Jay Caulfield from the Pittsburgh Penguins. He's the telestrator. He's like one of the analysts. He's amazing. And he has to make it on there. But that's not what we're doing today. No. Because I would be a fish out of water on that podcast. You'd probably enjoy it. I mean, we did we did see that Trevor Zegras goal today, which was pretty... It wasn't even his goal. It was Sonny Milano whacking in the feed from Trevor Zegras as he lobbed the puck over the goalie's shoulder and slapped it in. It's kind of cool. Kind of cool. And we will be at the Kings game. Yes, on Saturday. Saturday night. Yep. And by the way, that's our... For listeners, that is our holiday party. Yes. <laughs> we're going to a hockey game. <laughs> So, it's not just a hockey game. It's like the sweet and everything. It's cool. It'll be super fun. It'll be super fun. So, I am looking forward to that. But today... Today, we have a dire topic. Yes. A little bit more uh, plastic surgery oriented. Sort of, right? Because, like, it's actually a plastic surgery problem that is not created by plastic surgeons. Correct. It is... It becomes a plastic surgery problem. And our topic today is botched butts. Botched butts of all varieties. And it is a large topic because there are many things that can go wrong with botched butts. But No what pun we, intended. No pun intended. It's a large problem. But it can be a large problem. <laughs> I don't but, really know where to begin with this one. Yeah. Specifically, what got us started on this are the patients that have had substances injected into their butts that should never be injected into a human person. Plastic surgeons, we will inject fat into butts, and that is known as a Brazilian butt lift or a gluteal fat transfer, and I have some stories about that as well. But what we are talking about right now is patients that have had substances injected into their butts, like silicone or industrial-grade who knows what the PMME PMME which have led to PMMA sorry PMMA, PMMA that's what it is polymethylmethacrylate that's what it yes. is yes and these injections have led to very 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 big problems nobody in this country puts PMMA into butts into anywhere in the body because I've had it in patients who've had it injected in their faces into their lips into their breasts so in other countries in other places, and perhaps here by a completely back alley hatch job criminal, you may have PMMA injected into you. So is that criminal? I mean, that's a great question. I mean, because, you know, the medical board would certainly have a problem with somebody with a medical license injecting, injecting PMMA that. or uh, engine silicone freely into the buttocks. But the problem with the medical board having a problem with it is that it's usually not medical practitioners that are injecting it. So there, it's usually someone off the street who thinks that they can do the job of a plastic surgeon or who just wants to make money quick. And so it's usually not even a medical professional. And so there's no board governing them to take away their license because they never had one to begin with. So that's the problem. So the question of is it criminal? I don't know. But we do know that 
and there's been recent cases here in Los Angeles of individuals injecting silicone into patients that have then had very serious medical problems and have died as a result. And those people are now facing murder charges. Yes. So that that, that is criminal. That sounds criminal. Yeah. So <laughs> murder. But that's that's you know now we're getting <laughs> kind see. of off the topic here. But let's go back to what we see. So these are typically patients that have had either industrial grade silicone, so silicone that you can get at like I don't even a, know, like Home a Depot, tub of it from like, Home Depot. Yeah, yes, that you would use to like for your house or something. I don't even know what you, you would use industrial you lubricate grade silicone engines for. with it. Typically. There you go, lubrication. So industrial grade silicone or this PMMA substance. I don't even know what it's used for, but I know we see it. I don't even know what the actual indication was. I think well, it was actually injectable, like in Europe at some point, and then they realized it was bad. I think it's used for uh, cranioplasties, actually. Yeah. For, a po- yes, for like cranioplasties right? for making, um, you know, not fake, but skulls yeah. or, you know, kind of people that don't have enough bone, they make things or for the thoracic rib cage and stuff like that. Yeah, but as, it, a, as an injectable form, it really doesn't have a function. No, it's not, it's not a soft tissue filler. No, it's a, it's a substance, a hard substance designed to recreate things like ribs and bone. And I have seen, uh, I mean, there was one patient that leaps to mind from Dubai that had a bag of rocks for each butt cheek. Mm. I mean, literally looked like they she had, you know, tennis ball and, you know, golf ball sized stones Ugh. in the soft tissue from PMMA being injected. Right. And we see the same thing with silicone as well. The silicone forms these silicone granulomas, these hard balls of almost like cement type substances in the buttocks or the breast or wherever they've been injected. And it is a huge, huge problem. I know you've seen it. I've seen it in the county system. I've seen it elsewhere in our practice where these patients come to us because they have several issues. Number one, it looks awful. Number two, it hurts and it's uncomfortable. But number three, it will intermittently become infected as well. And they'll present with the silicone or the PMMA actually extruding through the skin mm. or creating some kind of cellulitis or infection. And then they present with a legit medical problem. So they'll go to the ERs or wherever. And then that's when we get called. Yeah, I had one present with necrotizing fasciitis yeah. from uh, silicone injections into the buttocks. And you know, we got it under control, got her out of the ICU, got her out of the hospital, and then I had to cut the whole thing out. And she had two big slashes mm-hmm. across her butt cheeks, which, again, not the point of trying to make your butt look cute. No, not at all. And when you get to something like necrotizing fasciitis, which is a medical emergency, the only thing you can do is debride and remove all that infected tissue before it kills you basically. Oh, yeah. But then we have other patients that come in that may just have some extrusion or they have a localized cellulitis, or they just are requesting removal because it's uncomfortable and it hurts. And the question then becomes, what do you do for these patients in a semi-elective basis? And you're still left with the same problem. The only way to treat these injectable products is to cut them out. And when you cut them out, you're frequently taking, you know, areas of normal fat with it and so to completely remove all of this substance you basically have to do like a buttectomy like you have to like cut off the whole butt which (laughs) of course like like you're not going to do (laughs) because you just you can't and it's you know it's entrapped in the skin and like there's just no way of removing all of it because it's just enmeshed in the entire substance of the buttocks 
And so you sort of, you know, if it's infected or it's forming an abscess, you might chip away at a little bit of it, but you can't really take away the whole thing. You just, you no. can't. It's an unfixable problem in that regard. Now, you're pretty well screwed at that point. I mean, the the patients I've had to cut it out on, their butts were never, they were just ruined. Totally. Just ruined. Totally. Yeah, there's no, like, fat grafting that can make it better. I mean, they they literally look like somebody, like... Like a shark bite. Yeah, like a shark bite in each butt cheek. I had one gal from Mexico that had... She came to the States to get it all out, and I was like, you can't get it all out. It's like no. your whole butt. Like, you need to, like, sit on something. You know, you can't just skin graft your buttocks. You know, this is... You're hosed. Right. So we wound up debriding, like, as much as we could, preserve as much skin... It it really it really wasn't good. It didn't turn out well, and and it's not that. It's like you could. There's so many other things that you can do legitimately that aren't going to ruin your butt. Yes, and that's where it gets frustrating, and I ha- I get very very upset with the people that are going around doing these injections. Oh yeah, because they know they a thousand percent know. Oh yeah, what the end game is going to be for these patients. They have to. There's no way that they can possibly think that what they're doing is of any A, benefit to the patient or B, not going to cause them problems. They have to know what happens. And yet, with what seems to be absolutely no conscience, they are going around and injecting patients and creating horrible, horrific, lifelong problems intentionally. Well, and that's... That's the key is that it's it's malicious. Yes. Because they're taking their money and it's with malice. Because you know that you were you were just ruining their lives basically. I have a patient from the desert and I'm and I'm not going to say the name of the service that she called to come to her house to do her lips, didn't do her butt, but she got free silicone injected into her lips and she has had a decade of torture from that. I bet I bet. Yeah, it gets injected into the face, into the lips, into the breast. I have one lady that I have that I'm taking care of. And she came to me and she she didn't exactly disclose what had happened. She just kept saying she had this like cyst or bump on her forehead. And I kept feeling like that's weird. It doesn't feel like anything like doesn't feel like a cyst. Doesn't really feel like a lipoma. So I got a CT scan of it to see what it was. And on the CT scan, they didn't really call it. They're like, mm, there's some soft tissue substance. We don't really know what it is. She's like, well, can you cut it out? I'm like, well, I don't know what it is. She's like, well, I had some stuff injected in Mexico like 10 years ago. And I had another one over here on my cheek and I have one here. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, that would so have been good. helpful information for me to know ahead of time. And because now I'm definitely not going to touch it because it's just, <laughs> it's enmeshed in her skin, her soft tissue. And it's, it's, Scooping it out, it's going to leave her with a bigger divot yeah. than the little bump that she has. And so, yes, this silicone can be injected anywhere in the body. And it is done very frequently, particularly in places like Mexico or other third world countries that just don't seem to have as much regulation. Well, it's done in this third world country called Los Angeles, too, because I've it seen is. them from here. I mean, it that's is. for sure. I mean, they're, they're, they have these silicone parties and they <sighs> get the, the practitioner quote unquote, gets a bucket of silicone from their, you know, probably from Cragen or, or, uh, you know, whatever, one of those auto parts stores. And then, yeah. they, and then they go and they dip the syringe in and start injecting. 
started injecting. And the thing, so we've talked about the problems that can come from the product itself. Um, that's not even to mention the problems that can happen medically as a result of the injection. So, I mean, we go through so many courses and anatomy and instruction and residencies to learn the anatomy of the body so that we can be safe when we inject medical grade products. If you know any of that and you're just injecting stuff in the body, you can be injecting it into arteries, into veins, into nerves, into places that can have disastrous complications. So if you inject it into an artery in the lip, you can kill the lip off. If you inject it somewhere in the face and it gets into the eye or into any of the vessels around the eye, you can cause blindness. And then the issue that we had here in Los Angeles with practitioners injecting it into the butt, they were creating um, basically fat emboli or silicone emboli into the lungs, yep. which is something we know happens when we inject butts with fat. We know that's a potential problem and we are extremely careful and we take courses and we review the anatomy to make sure that we stay away from these large veins in the butt so that the fat doesn't travel to the lungs. Well, if you don't know what you're doing and you're just injecting stuff into the butts, sure enough, it went into these veins, it traveled to the lungs, and these patients died on the table. And it's it's awful because these people don't know what they're doing and they, they seem to not care. I might refer you to the You Don't Know podcast. <laughs> <laughs> about the fact that there's a little bit of training there's involved. There's a little in, bit of training that goes into it. And so you really, you know, it's one of those things <laughs> where true. if something sounds too good to be true, then it probably is. You can. Faux show. You can certainly find people that do plastic surgery for cheaper prices than others. But if it sounds legit too good to be true, really, really, really look at the source and don't just. You know, try and and get a cheap deal. I have another girl I'm thinking about that I used to see in, in one of the hospitals here around town. She'd come in every couple of months with the same problem: silicone injected in her butt that someone had done. Friend of a friend referred her through some different sources and went to some lady's. Asked, I'm like, where did you get this done? She's like, I don't know, some lady's garage. It's like, <laughs> if you're going to someone's backyard no. or garage to have a substance injected, it is not legit. No, <laughs> it's just not. And no matter how cheap it is, it's not worth it. So what do you do about it, Dr. Ravello? I mean, there you are. Here comes your patient. She's got infected silicone that's got clear cellulitis, probably some some abscesses, you know, mm-hmm. deep collections of pus in the granulomatous, yep. scarred in bad tissue that's supposed to be nice and soft and perky. Right. But not anymore. And it's discolored. And maybe there's stuff oozing from part of the wound. Like, what do you do for that patient? Like, how do you approach that? The first thing we usually do is we admit them. We put them on high-dose IV antibiotics to control the infection. If there's an actual abscess, like an area of, of fluid or pus accumulation, I've had the radiologist drain it under CT guidance so they can put a needle in it and drain it. And by removing the active source of infection, by putting them on the antibiotics, you can calm down the infection aspect of it. And then you just have to have a very honest conversation with the patient. Like, you know what? For the rest of your life, you're probably going to have to 
come in every time this flares up and we do this. That's option number one. Or option number two, we go in and we do a huge shark bite resection of all of this diseased tissue. Yep. And we probably won't be able to get all of it out, but maybe we can get most of it out so that you're not coming back every few months with this problem. But you will be left with a massive, massive, massive deformity. And you know what? I, I, I don't really see these patients long-term coming back because I feel like a lot of times they just end up bouncing around to different hospitals and seeing different providers because they just, these are not my typical, you know, Beverly Hills patients coming in. They just tend to seem somehow get bounced around through the system and I lose track of them after a while. So yeah. I, I've, I've never, well, for the silicone and the PMMA injections, I've never had to actually debride a whole butt because I just they don't come back they don't come back for that they just usually choose to take their chances and come back when they have a problem again um, I do have one patient who um, had complications from fat injections performed by a non-surgeon here in Los Angeles medical professional but not a surgeon mm-hmm. certainly not a plastic surgeon she had necrotizing fasciitis oh. And so when she came in, she had the same deal where all of the infected dead tissue had to be debrided, had to be removed. She was left with these giant shark bites. And we've been doing okay with her because we did some flaps, we rotated some tissue around, we've been doing some fat injections. And she's almost more or less back to normal, but we were able to do that because she didn't have foreign body in her tissues. She had fat injected, had a complication from that, but... I can work with that because I'm not working around hard silicone and stuff, foreign body in the butt. That that tissue is is just it's rude, isn't it? It's like rude. It is. Like it doesn't belong. No, it's and it's just nasty. nasty. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so nasty. It's just not. It doesn't behave. It's not polite. It's awful. And and it's just I'm like thinking of this other patients I, I i have a gallery of i could have a gallery on my website of here's why not to inject yeah. crap in your butt you know it's like yeah. awful it's just terrible or your breasts or your breasts, your breasts. yeah i've seen that too Le- less so than the less butt. so than the butt um and so really i mean this podcast is not about how to help patients that have had this done because it's sort of it's unfortunately kind of a lost cause once it's in there it's more of a cautionary tale to anyone that could even potentially be thinking about injecting substances that are not approved and that you've never heard of and that are not being done by a plastic surgeon. So this is a cautionary tale podcast. So what are the options then? It's BBL, a BBL. Brazilian butt lift, which is fat injections. Fat, yes. Sculptra, which is a uh, polylactic acid um, polymer that builds tissue over yeah, time. It's a very expensive, mm-hmm. but it does work. I've done a lot of that and... I have uh, I have happy patients in those who have spent the money to do it because it is not cheap. And by spending money, we mean like tens, tens of, of thousands, of thousands of dollars. Yes, like oodles more than a fat injection, surgery. and more than butt implants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, butt implants are an option. Butt implants, Renuva can be done in combination with the Sculptra. Yes. So Renuva is a synthetic fat matrix which uh, stimulates your body to deposit fat 
around where it's been injected. And that can be used in combination with the Sculptra as well. But same thing. I mean, tiny, tiny, tiny amounts cost a lot of money. A lot of money. And you're looking at multiple rounds of injection. And these are really for patients that have absolutely zero fat, nothing of their own that they can transfer, and have the money and the resources to be able to use these products and are okay with having a modest, very modest change in the size of the butt. And really, because at this point... Fat transfer is sort of the standard for creating a bigger butt. Yeah, but you gotta have fat. But you gotta have fat. You gotta and you gotta have a decent amount of fat. Yeah. Know? I mean you can you can you know, they call it the petite BBLs where you take fat from wherever you can and oh, uh, oui, the petite the petite BBL. BBL. It's so uh, cute. It's you know, good. you take fat wherever you can from an otherwise normal sized person and, and you can get a small, cute little Petite BBL. Yeah. I mean to really do a BBL, I think you need like two to three hundred cc's per butt cheek. That's like a legit amount to inject. Yes. But there are some people that just... Don't even have that. <laughs> I have, I have a lot of people that point to their skin. Because most of my patients have a lot more than that oh, really? to inject. My, mine are always like pointing to their skin because they're like workout people. And they're like, can't you just transfer this? I was like, like that's no, your skin. that's your skin. No, I can't do that. I can't put skin in your butt. <laughs> like, that's not going to work. You need to have fat. They're like, no, but see, it's loose. I'm like... Because it's, it's skin. It's skin. It rolls over the underlying fascia. That's how it's supposed to be. That's normal anatomy. Yeah. You can't those. use your skin. Yeah. You have to have fat. Uh, yeah. And yeah, you got to have a decent amount so you of have, fat. So you have patients capable of a BBL. Yes. Yes. I do too. Some. Yeah. But that's that's Still the deal. Cool. That's the deal, folks. Um, do your research. <laughs> we, 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 <laughs> and I am laughing because in our last podcast, we... Um, made fun of the word research a bit but to be fair do your research which means look up who is exactly yes. injecting you and what exactly they are proposing to inject you with um, make sure that it's a surgeon make sure that it's a plastic surgeon please 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 these are high um, these are these are procedures with a high risk of complications and very oh. very very real serious complications so you really want to make sure that the person that's doing this knows what they're doing and that's going to be a plastic surgeon someone that's been trained to do it um, and then just don't be blinded by the cheap numbers and the low cost because this is not the time or place to go bargain hunting that sounds really good I think that that is good advice um you know, there is a a need for more information. I mean, that's what we're trying to do with this podcast. Uh, I mean, I really feel like we should do PSAs on this, like public service announcements, like flash <laughs> it across, you know, totally. you know, the public news station, put it on a billboard, totally. like think before you inject, you know, <laughs> right? Like they have those signs like call before you dig. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> 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 Thinking about butt injections, call this number. What are you crazy? <laughs> Don't go to that. That you're getting it in a garage? What's wrong no. with you? Run the other direction. Seriously. Now, run, run, run. Because I feel like there are legit people that just don't know. They don't. They literally don't know. And legit people, yes. I mean, look at some of the stuff that happens to celebrities who have all the I access know. and all the money. Look at what happens to them. I know, because they got hood that's why I get mad at the people doing it. I don't fault the patients because they, no. they don't know. They I mean they don't. How could they? I get really mad at the people doing it. You know what, what we should do? We should arrest them and inject them <laughs> yeah, with, right. the same product, <laughs> with the same product. And then be like, bye. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> that's, that's, very, that's very evil of you, Dr. 
Dr. Evil. No, oh, um, yeah. that's, uh, that's pretty rough. <laughs> um, I had one more anecdote I wanted to bring up on that subject, but I think I'm going to save it for our next podcast. Okay, it's a good okay, one. okay. All right. We'll, we'll stop it at that. So this is the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast coming to you from the 90210. Thanks for listening to the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. If you want to reach Dr. Ravello or myself, we're available for consultations. We can also be reached through the websites. Dr. Ravello, what's your website? My website is rovelloplasticsurgery.com. And the phone number to reach us here in the office is 310-954-1355. And I do want to mention Rock Spa, which is the sponsor, truly the financial backer of this podcast. And Rock Spa is the Medi Spa that's located both in Newport Beach and Beverly Hills, providing Botox, fillers, lasers, microneedling, esthetician services like hydrofacials. We have incredible people. They do great stuff. And I highly recommend taking a look at the websites, rockspanewportbeach.com or rockspabeverlyhills.com. All the information is also on my website, drcalvert.com.